Joe Rutter is a senior uh, researcher at UK in a Changing Europe and former senior civil servant. Good morning to you. Good morning, Asmir. I know we already knew this, but he's not keen on civil servants, is he? No, um, that's not a surprise. I mean, he has and came in with a big agenda for reform, said he was going to make a hard rain fall on the civil service. And last year, though this didn't come up at all yesterday, slightly amazing given it was seven hours, uh, there were lots of briefings against individual civil servants uh, from number 10. And a lot were forced out, including the Cabinet Secretary, Mark Sedwell, who he named in the session about being one of the people who'd lost confidence in the Health Secretary, Matt Hancock. He seems to want um, a different kind of government, one where ministers can hire and fire civil servants. They can pick the best people and not just the ones that the fast stream throws up. Is that an entirely bad idea? Um, I think you need to sort of decompose. Do we need sort of more varied people going to the civil service? Probably yes. Uh, uh, civil service is, try, is trying to do things about that, by, uh, but uh, has it got a long way to go? Yeah, probably has. So I think he's right that you don't get a terribly diverse pick. Uh, I think he's quite right uh, that some of the civil service HR processes, processes are... yeah. Too slow. Uh, I think at one point you talked about uh, something else being wading through treacle. Certainly, it sometimes feels like that. That you uh, think that um, he's very worried. Is always very worried about civil services. Uh, the civil service not taking responsibility for things. That's one of Dominic Cummings' big repeated themes. Though I have to say, I thought the bigger takeout from yesterday's session was the failure of political leadership rather than the failure of the civil service. Um, but I think both are culpable. And that will come out very clearly when we get to a public inquiry. Mm. Uh, ministers hiring and firing, what's really interesting about the sort of hard rain thesis is that the people who've replaced these civil servants who have left have actually been very conventional civil service appointments. They don't seem to have brought in any sort of array of other talent. Of course, the real worry is that if you have civil servants whose careers are totally dependent on ministers, they'll be reluctant to challenge ministers, reluctant to call them out when they break the rules. And frankly, with this government, that's a very, very big issue indeed, because it's a government that plays fast and loose with the rules about civil service impartiality, the misuse of government communications accounts. Um, we've seen that on procurement contracts. So you do need a civil service that actually doesn't feel its career is utterly dependent on what, you know, maybe the good judgment, the policy agenda of the Minister of the Day, but may also be their personal whims. Now, what I find interesting and strange about this is that uh, I don't think, well, we, we never used to hear about civil servants I mean, virtually never and, and and it feels like apart from coronavirus actually which has been the biggest story we've heard of nothing else um the, all over the last year and obviously that's to do with with dominic cummings and and various personnel and all the rest of it how bruised do civil servants feel by all of this one one of the things that I think most sort of, you know, if you have sort of business leaders, people who run their own uh, shops or anything, uh, you know, uh, would say is that sort of repeatedly denigrating your own workforce is not a great way 
of motivating people. So um, we had that a bit when Margaret Thatcher was prime minister, though she had this sort of very odd sort of ambivalence that, and you saw a bit of this in Dominic Cummings as well, that they dislike the civil service as a class, but they like individual civil servants enormously. Um, mm. Dominic Cummings actually gave quite a lot of shout outs to individual civil servants he thought had done a terrific job uh, and he also gave sort of credit you know uh, though it's quite hard to find um, <laughs> in the seven hours there were a few minutes where he gave credit to people for things going very well you know one of the things that he noted was that the treasury and revenue and customs stood up the furlough scheme in next to no time I mean mm. they did that amazingly well and I know watching that, you suddenly thought, this must go wrong. There must be a moment when people don't get those checks going into their accounts. Um, this must yeah, must fall over. Government can't stand up a scheme like that in that sh- at that short notice and it uh, work okay. And actually it did. So some of those, I think, you know, the, there's a lot of criticism and perhaps not enough credit for the things that did go wrong. But did this show up a sort of complacency and lack of grip about planning for eventualities like a pandemic, very high on the risk register, but uh, as lots of people have said, you know, all designed around a flu pandemic, not this one. Yes, it did. I mean, and, yeah. you know, did the civil service struggle to get to grips with this in the early days? Yes, but the civil service had had, in the civil service's slight defence, uh, since the re- since the Brexit referendum, Brexit, not a word Dominic Cummings mentioned once uh, yesterday, since the Brexit referendum, the civil service had spent, you know, uh, month after month being stood up, then stood down for no deal, planning with different governments, focusing a lot on actually making an absolutely massive change, mm-hmm. had expanded, things like that, huge big project to take the UK out of the EU. Um, and then had the pandemic piled upon it. So that's not to make excuses, but uh, but I do think you need to look at yeah. the scale of the task. And that's one reason. And I think the the divisions which made government and being a civil servant incredibly difficult during Brexit actually didn't help set up, uh, mean that the UK was in a great state to confront the pandemic when it hit. Jill, thank you for talking to us this morning. That is Jill Rutter, a senior researcher at UK and a changing Europe and former senior civil servant.